Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. You might know the name of Sandra Morris. She is the author and illustrator of a classic counting book called One Lonely Kakapo. Last year, she became Officer of the New Zealand Order of Merit in the King's Birthday Honours for her services as an illustrator and to education. Well, she's currently artist-in-residence at Wellington Botanic Garden, where she's hosting artistic workshops and exploring the relationships between birds, insects and plants through watercolours and journaling. Sandra Morris joins me now. Hi, Sandra. Hi, Jessie. How are you? Good. Lovely to have you on this afternoon. Sorry to keep you waiting for a while there. Um, That's all right. All very interesting. Yeah, isn't it? Hey, tell me how this residency came about. Oh, well, um, it's actually the only only the second year it's run, um, and it's um, supported by the Friends of the Garden uh, through an endowment fund that's held with Nikau Foundation. And I just saw um, the posting of the previous one, Hannah, from last year on Facebook, and I had a similar residency with the Auckland Botanic Gardens in 2013, and I thought, well, I didn't know there were any more in New Zealand. Yeah. So I just wrote to the gardens and finally got through to the right person and yeah eventually I had to write a wee bit about myself and they um yeah they awarded it to me so that was pretty special it really special and what does it involve so um the objective is to hero the garden um and so what I'm doing each day I'm only there three days a week for two months and um so what I do is hero a plant a day I've decided so I sketch it in my sketchbook and then I sketch it on good paper and then I sketch it on watercolour paper and um, add watercolour wash. And so those two drawings go up on the wall for each day. And so at the end of the week, there's six drawings go up and a bit of information about the plants. So they're largely plants that have sort of captivated me and I think they're sort of unique or special or unusual um, and then I uh, chat to people who come through and talk to me and uh, point out the different plants and say, you'll find it here. And, you know, so they're quite intrigued. The one that's been the most intriguing for me and for people and is still on show is the tucker, the bat plant, which is in the um, begonia house. It's quite spectacular. It's got unusual brown, black flower heads with long, long whiskers. Um, mm-hmm. And it comes from Southeast Asia. It's, it's pretty amazing. Can you say the name of that again, please? Taka, T-A-C-C-A, bat plant. Bat plant, okay. So there's a public role to this, and that might not always come naturally to an artist. Um, well, I'm just really lucky in that I've grown in confidence by teaching. You know, I, I used to be quite shy, and um, having taught at tertiary just for five years gave me enormous confidence. And then community education, dealing, you know, teaching people is just, I don't know, it just helps you grow as a person. You learn so much more about yourself and you're learning about people and teaching and sharing your knowledge. So it sort of comes a lot more naturally now than it used to. You met a few internationals as well as locals? Yes, we've got a lot of cruise ships in at the moment in Wellington. Um, So we're pretty well inundated some days. 
with big groups, um, some of them just glide by, you know, they're just headed for the shop to buy something. But um, quite a few do stop and chat, which is lovely. I mean, I'm meeting so many fantastic uh, people from all around the world, really. Yeah, and um, I should mention Friends of Botanical Gardens too, Friends of Botanic Gardens. Um, What is their role in sort of maintaining the space? Well, um, they're amazingly supportive for lots of initiatives in the Botanic Gardens. Um, They support um, professional development for staff. They give scholarships. Um, They purchase um, unusual furniture. Apparently, they... Um, I think they purchased the solar seat that's in the children's playground. Um, they get textbooks. Um, I know that they're sponsoring a, a master's student at the moment from the botany department at Vic. Um, she's researching uh, native seed dispersal at Otari in Zealandia. Um, so I think they've got lots of ideas up their sleeve, but they need much more funding from people and also people to join them. You know, they need more um, volunteers for guiding and specialist, specialist events and things like that. So, yeah, huge call out to them and call out to people in the public that might, you know, be interested in helping out. You'd mentioned you'd done a residency in Auckland as well. Is this just a New Zealand thing, the idea of an artist in residency in Botanic Gardens? Um, they did used to have one at the um, Garden in Sydney, but when I inquired about that, that had um, stopped. But there is one I know of at um, Kings Park Garden in Perth. Um, I inquired about that when I was over there years ago, but they said you have to already be selling in our shop. So I haven't actually got that far yet. <laughs> okay, but the idea but, um, of botanical yeah, art is a the idea of botanical art in general is a kind of a, a, a global idea, huh? Yes, it is. I mean, botanical art has, has grown um, just in huge bounds over the last couple of decades, really. I mean, it's enormous in America, Australia and the UK. Um, and of course, I don't know if you know, but in 2018, America set up Botanical Art World World Art Day, which is May 18, I think it is. And um, they started the Botanical Art Worldwide Exhibition. The first one was in 2018, and I was on the steering committee for that up in Auckland. And we we had a juried exhibition, which um, selected 40 artworks, and we toured it through New Zealand. But every country that took part, and there were 25 countries, Every one of them showed their particular country's artwork in the gallery and showed a PowerPoint of every other um, country's artwork at the same time. It took two hours to get through the reel. Um, But it was a fabulous initiative, and we toured it through New Zealand, and we're doing the same for 2025. Um, And um, the theme is heritage food crops, so... Um, crops that have been in cultivation for over 50 years and they could be food crops or crops used for building energy, medicine, textiles. Um, so it's quite, an, a, quite a celebration of yeah. biodiversity. And, and yeah. I'm sure you've thought of this. I mean, uh, and this is a bit of a silly question, I suppose, but when you can take a photo of a plant, why yeah. paint it? Right. Well, Two reasons. In botanical illustration, you can manipulate things. In pure botanical illustration, which is for scientific purposes, you can put in um, the whole of the life cycle of the plant Mm. on that one painting, Mm. which you can't do in a photo. Um, But in botanical art itself, I mean, what I love about it, which you don't get in photos necessarily, is the kind of the the emotional response, Mm. the the sort of spontaneity. And so these drawings I'm doing... um, on, that I'm putting where I hero a plant, 
they're just drawn on the spot in pen with no preliminary drawing in pencil because I find as soon as I put pencil down and then draw, I stiffen up. So you get a much more, you know, spontaneous response if you go directly with pen. But it takes a lot of practice to sort of get that confidence. Not a lot of people are not confident to do that. Where can people find you in the Botanic Gardens? So up in the treehouse, um, which is um, Salabanka entrance, cable car entrance. So just be warned you come down and you have to climb back up if you're going to go back home by the cable car. Otherwise, you just wander down, right down through the gardens, down through to the Begonia House and then out through the cemetery and down to Lampton Key. It's a fabulous um, circuit. Lovely. Mm, Well, congratulations. And I know you're running some workshops for others as well. Could you briefly tell us what you're offering for people who want to have a bit of a go themselves? Sure. Um, So this Saturday, this Sunday coming, I'm running um, a workshop on botanical watercolours for beginners, but that's full up. But there is a waiting list um, growing and for, for a future one. And then the following week, on a Sunday, I'm running a workshop on nature journaling, which is you don't have to be a great artist for that. You just come along and learn how to really observe and, you know, journal in, in uh, words, pictures, diagrams, numbers. There's so many ways of journaling in nature. Hey, real pleasure to meet you, Sandra. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.